I want to talk with Carly Garner, senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading, about what's going on with this rally we've seen in crude this week. She's joining us this morning. Carly, happy Friday. Back to 80 in the WTI. What's behind the bid? Well, I think we've got a, a lot of things going on here, but the biggest or the biggest uh, factor that I see is the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar has okay. been in free fall mostly since September, and that's kind of offering support to, to quite a few commodities. I realize some commodities have kind of endured a long squeeze here over the last week or two, uh, but as long as the dollar stays below 106, I believe the trend is lower. We go to 97 in the dollar index, and that alone, all else being equal, uh, gives a little bit of a boost to, to crude oil and most other commodities. Trying to get a side by side here. It'll take me just a second in terms of uh, getting this together. But yeah, we definitely have seen quite the declines here uh, as we've watched crude again work its way off that. What was it? It was around 72.46 we saw last week. I think it was the December lows around uh, uh, $70. So again, this move this week, just part of the move that we saw uh, uh, off that D slow. And here's a side by side. Again, we got the dollar from 105.50, uh, the highs up around last week, down to 101.72. Look, lows from crude last week, 72.46 up to, uh, well, just shy again of $80 this week. I mean, China also a big factor here, right? There's the whole reopening trade, a lot of optimism uh, tied to that, Carly. Absolutely. So speculators, uh liquidated most of their long positions over the last uh, handful of months. And now they're starting to reaccumulate okay. that. And part of the reason they're doing that, you're right, is the, the Chinese reopening. It's a, it's a nice fundamental story to talk about. Um, I really have to question whether, you know, a lot of analysts expect the Chinese reopening to add or add about 800,000 to maybe mm -hmm. a million barrels a day of demand. Um, and maybe they're right, but the reality is we're all guessing here. I mean, we're all punching numbers into spreadsheets and maybe we're punching the wrong numbers in. I mean, the same analysts were, were talking about Russia coming offline last year and us in the world losing most of that uh, supply, and we didn't. So we, we have to just keep in mind that some of these stories sometimes don't materialize materialize the way that we expect. And the reality is, I don't think China is the, that's reopening is the same China that closed. So we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. That said, mm. I do think that things in the oil market have changed. I think uh, the comfort zone is between 70 and 95 is my best estimate. And so any big dip, uh, especially towards 70, and I can't even rule out a little dip below 70 just to kind of wash out stops. That's how markets work. But somewhere around 65 to 70, anytime it gets down in that area is probably going to be a good opportunity for the bulls. Because I do think the path of least resistance is higher for, for the next several months. Um, I, I think we're beyond the days of $130 crude, but I could I could easily see the mid to high 90s. You know, I like that uh, in terms of that idea that China coming back online isn't necessarily the same China that we saw pre-pandemic. And also to that point, in terms of Russia coming offline, we did avoid some of those worst case scenarios, those worst case Putin scenarios, and even weather scenarios with uh, warmer than expected temperatures throughout the year. And ultimately that's kind of helped buoy the euro that's weighed on the dollar, Washington to Pete, and uh, you see where we are here as a result. Let's talk a little bit about natural gas, because I saw the EIA short-term energy outlook this week, earlier in the week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, but they basically said expect record production here in the U.S. this year and next. And we saw prices come off as a result. I mean, a big move lower. Absolutely. Natural gas has just been completely washed out, which is not necessarily surprising. I think it happened a little faster than, than what I was expecting, but that's how 
the gas market works. It doesn't take its time for anything. That said, we're coming up against some really significant pivot areas around the 350 mark. Okay. It's a little bit confusing because the front months trade higher than April because of the weather issues, but uh, it, we're, we're mostly following April. And April, somewhere around 320, 330 should be uh, monthly support. As long as it holds those areas, which I believe it will, I think that we start to turn around and move higher. Again, I don't think $10 gas, I think, is is far gone. I think we're looking at maybe $6.57 $7 on the upside, but that'd still be a really great move if we see it. I want to check in on, uh, we just looked at the move lower from 7 down to 340 the move this week. That was off the mid-December highs, but take a look here at the weekly time frame. Carly mentioned natural gas has come off, I mean, from $10 here down to below $4. And again, as you mentioned, we're testing that key support right now, those lows from the end of uh, 2021, beginning of last year, something to keep an eye on if price continues continues lower. Let's talk uh, about metals here. It's been a busy week uh, for them as well in, in terms of commodities with the dollar coming off. We've seen gold uh, back up and through 1900, Carly. Yeah, the, the dollar sell-off has been uh, a gold mine, for lack of a better word, for, for the metals <laughs> no, I like market. That. I mean, yeah, any, the bulls are finally getting getting some money back and, mm -hmm. and maybe hopefully paying off on some trades. Um, I do think it's maybe a little too much too soon. Uh, $1,900 in gold and $24 in silver, uh, probably a little too much too soon. I think we get some, some pullback here, some profit taking over the next week or two. Uh, with that said, long-term projections, I believe, are still higher. I think gold could see... Uh, well into the 2000s, maybe 2100, or if something really um, unexpected or out of the ordinary happens, I think we could maybe even see higher than that. Uh, copper, I think, is also a little out of bounds. If you draw some trend, simple trend lines, copper's technically in a breakout territory, but I'm not sure it holds with all the things going on, especially S&P down a little today. And I think we've, we're not out of the woods completely yet when it comes to the economy and what the Fed's doing and those sorts of things. I think copper probably pulls back a little below four and maybe even as low as 350. But my personal opinion is in the metals, any big dip is probably an opportunity to try to get on the long side. I just want to look at a couple charts here real quick. Uh, Carly, you pointed out the move up in gold. Here it is actually to 1912.90 this week. And uh, the move here that we just looked at off 17, 17.50, just part of the bigger picture moves, we bottomed out, triple bottomed around 16.20. And it looks like down three weeks only off that October low. And let's just check in on copper real quick in terms of where things stand, because it did see the move up and through $4 this week into a, a key area that we saw where we broke down uh, last summer and also some support uh, from, well, 2021 into 2022, possibly a new area of resistance up around this 42430 area. Carly, any products that you have your eye on that we uh, possibly skipped over here? I know you keep a close eye on uh, a basket of some of the softs and uh, other commodities, anything we missed? Uh, the two commodities that I'm I'm looking for to, to find some their footing is wheat and coffee. Both have been okay. kind of victims of liquidation events, but I think fundamentals uh, probably suggest prices should be a little higher. So those are on my radar. No, uh, coffee's not for everybody. So if you've never traded coffee before, maybe paper trade Definitely. it. Don't, don't try to jump in. But uh, fundamentally, things are looking cheap in those two areas. So we'll see how it goes. And natural gas as well. Another one to kind of uh, uh, throw some uh, signs of caution towards. If you haven't traded that, it's another sure. one to definitely uh, watch your fingers on. That's for sure. Kali Garner, appreciate you joining us here, helping us break it down in terms of uh, what's been playing out in a uh, busy week for commodities, to say the least. Carly's a senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading.